Hi, this is Adam, host of Chef Life Radio. Before we get to the show, I wanted to share some important information with you. According to the Burnt Chef Project, 84% of professionals in the culinary field report that they have suffered some type of emotional struggle during their career. 46% said they didn't feel comfortable speaking to their colleagues, employers, or family about it. If you're currently dealing with some type of mental or emotional challenge, don't suffer in silence one minute longer. Use this free service 24-7 in the U.S. and Canada by texting the word HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. Or in the U.K., text the word Burnt Chef, B-U-R-N-T-C-H-E-F, to 85258. And a volunteer will call you back within five minutes with a list of resources that you can use to get help. It's okay to not be okay. Chef, welcome back to the show. Yeah, holiday hell week. Here we go. Fourth of July, all that fun, rolling right into summer. Everybody's going to pull their bootstraps on and hold on for dear life all the way through Labor Day. And most of us can catch a breath. I wanted to say thank you very much for your stand. I wanted to thank you very much for everything that you're doing. I really appreciate the fact that you are um, making a sacrifice in your life to be out there serving others while they're having a good time. And trust me, I know how bitter that pill tastes. Anyway, I thought it'd be a great time to uh, revisit uh, an old episode of Chef Life Radio. This one back from a 2016 Holiday Hell Week. Um, updated a little bit. Uh, this gives you a really good taste of what the show used to be. And um, hopefully that gives you an appreciation for where the show is now. And know that I'm not going to stop until we're able to produce a product that serves you, that makes you laugh, that makes you cry, makes you pissed off, and ultimately serves you in becoming the best version of yourself as a culinary professional and human being. As always, we humbly request that you share the show with someone you love or, you know, just like someone in the shop that you think might get something out of it or, uh, Send it to somebody that you don't like. See how it irritates them. <laughs> yeah, man, just to see their eyes roll back in their head just for a little bit. Enjoy the show. Shout out to us on social media. Let us know how we're doing. And again, thank you for your service on this 4th of July holiday weekend and all the way through the summer. For most of us, this is, this is our year right here. In the next three months, that's our nut. So the better we perform, the better the PL looks, but don't sacrifice your self-care, your health, or any of the health of your associates. Be there for them, ask lots of questions, shut up, and listen. And now, here's Chef Life Radio, Holiday Hell. Chef Life Radio is on the air. Happy Hollandays, bitches. Our annual salute to the troops. And when I mean troops, I mean you. My country. Yeah, fuck this.
<laughs> yeah, stand up and take a bow, y'all. All you hard-nosed hammers, you pirates, you thieves, you vagabonds, you kitchen dogs. This is all for you. The last table is served. The station is broken down. Everything's labeled and put away. Your inventory is complete, and now it's time to meet me on the back dock where all the most important meetings are held. Take a deep breath and enjoy a job. Well done. We shall. At ease, kick off your clogs, smoke them if you got them. We're about facilitating change in our current culinary career culture. We at Chef Life Radio believe that working in a kitchen should be demanding. It shouldn't have to be demeaning. It should be hard, just doesn't have to be harsh. We believe that it's possible to have more solidarity and less suck-it-up sunshine, more compassion and less cutthroat island. We believe in more partnership and less put-up-or-shut-up, more family, less fuck you. This episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com, Chef Life Radio. Great stuff. Ready for download. Get clear. Get ahead at audibletrial.com forward slash Chef Life Radio. The Heirloom Foundation, a not-for-profit organization advocating for healthier work environments through their network of chefs, restaurateurs, and other industry stakeholders who commit to providing healthy, supportive restaurant culture. Don't just carp about how shitty things are. Take action and support your brothers and sisters at theheirloomfoundation.org. Chefswithissues.com. Enough said, right? For fuck's sake, man, don't suffer in silence. Resources, solutions, and a kind hand up all can be found at www.chefswithissues.com. Why? Because someone somewhere gives a fuck whether you live successfully or die before your time. We welcome our newest partner, Entrepreneurial Chef Magazine. From idea to open for business, entrepreneurialchef.com is building an online community where entrepreneurs in the industry can share lessons, best practices, and actionable advice for greater, lasting success. New Year's Day is every man's birthday. Charles Lamb, no relation. I'm Not Afraid to Look Like an Idiot by Anthony Bourdain. And lastly, holidays and buffets bring out the worst in people. And that by my good friend, Chef Greg Barnhill. Oh, yeah. And we're going to start off this holiday season with, uh, you know, something uplifting from a uh, blog post by the Young and Hungry website by this cat by the name of Zahimi. Halfway down the article or three way down the article, it says, uh, yeah, you're a piece of shit. Or at least the majority of your superiors will inform you of this. Whereas in the real world, verbal bullying is now room for a class action lawsuit. In our domain, it is second nature. You fucking little shit. What is wrong with you? Could roughly translate as, wow, you have made quite a mistake, young sir. And I'm amazed at how you've made such an error. Or perhaps, what's wrong, mate? Too busy thinking about sucking dicks on your day off to do your fucking job? Could easily be interpreted as, excuse me, is there something the matter? You seem to have lost concentration and I can see it's affecting your work. On occasion, it gets multilingual. Which fuck would touch my fuck me, eh? Are you fucking retarded? Which, of course, means someone seems to have rifled through my preparation as it is now disorganized and now I am in disarray. Not to mention a lot of this toiling will be for a very minimal pay until you eventually secure a respectable position. Also, unlike the majority of things in this modern day and age, you are never given anything in this industry. Because contrary to the ribbon you get for participating in a school-running carnival... Coming forth last, you, like everyone else, start at the very bottom. You must earn it. You must climb the hierarchy slowly and arduously. No rewards are given for trying. Either you do your job or you don't and get fired. Simple. P. 
peeling a hundred kilos of potato, picking a kilo of individual thyme leaves. Don't you dare cheat and just strip the stalks. I will throw that shit back in your face. These are all jobs that will challenge your very essence to overcome the sheer boredom, inanity, and pain of it. As all of the chefs before you have done. But this is the process. You will start learning. You will always be learning. But perhaps you are someone like myself who even after reading this says, who cares? Or I'm better. Or even... I'm going to be the best chef who's ever lived. Then congratulations, you have the only tool that you'll ever need to surpass any adversity, to conquer any fear, any challenge, and emerge victorious. You have something that people in this day and age lack, something our 13-year-old kitchen hand will one day hopefully learn, something that has driven me to a successful career. That driving force is passion. Passion is not listening to those that doubt you and doing what your heart desires, ignoring the naysayers and becoming what you are capable of. If you so choose to immerse yourself with confidence and dedication, your ends are limitless. If in any profession you are lucky enough to not only be enamored and passionate about what you do, but also earn a living from it, then nothing will stop you. If perchance this does fall into the hands of a young mind wanting to be molded, I urge you to take this wisdom. Be relentless in your willingness to learn, never steal, and try not to lie. Be resilient to all adversity. It's one of the greatest weapons you can use. And there will be many more problems than I have listed here. You're never too good, you're never too old, and you're never too unintelligent to achieve if you so desire.
on and that could have been written today all right so listen this is the holiday hell episode so you'll forgive me if it's a little light on talk and a lot on entertainment but i just wanted to say thank you thank you for hanging in thank you for doing your job thank you for standing in for all those people bringing them around a table and letting them be in communion with their family if only that the price be that you can't be with yours. But hey, there's workarounds, right? You do it before, you do it after. There's ways of connecting and keep connecting. I mean, what else is there, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you could fucking hate your job. You could hate your circumstance. Could be fucking pissed off at the people that you work with and the people that come into the restaurant. I mean, after all, this business would be fantastic if it wasn't for the people, right? But yet here we are because there is something about this industry, this craft 
and the freaks and geeks that inhabit our world that is intoxicating. And I don't know anybody in my circle that would give it up for being anywhere else. So we're going to continue it right now uh, with uh, another excerpt from a blog post. I found this on Scribd. It didn't have an author, but I thought it was pretty funny. And, you know, this being the holiday season, you know, we're going to have to bear down and get with it. You know, the thing about being a hammer is that everything looks like a fucking nail. So we take solace in the fact that we get to pat each other on the back and say, well done, motherfucker, way to hang in there. And everyone else is an asshole. So, to quote, when people are thinking of taking their first steps into kitchens, many around them are quick to give advice. They will warn of the toil involved, the strength of character, and the stamina that are needed, the long hours. But however, much warning is given. One is always quick to disregard it and shrugs one's shoulders because really, how hard can it be? In my years working in the kitchens, I have seen hundreds come and go, eager at the start, but quickly disenchanted and just as eager to get out. Only a small percentage of people who walk into the world of gastronomy stay there once faced with this harsh environment. Here below is a list that I compiled of all the realities of day-to-day life as a chef based on my own experience as well as of my observations. What you can expect from making a living in a professional kitchen. Number one, you'll almost always have open wounds on your hands and arms. Two, you'll never meet new people because your social life deteriorates into non-existence. Three, you'll find it hard to start relationships because alone time will become a very precious thing. You'll lose your social skills. Number five, your sense of humor will degrade into the politically incorrect and socially unacceptable. You'll eventually start swearing like a sailor and you won't even notice yourself doing it. Number seven, you turn into an an accurate machinette and always turn all conversations back to food. You'll earn a pittance for years and decades. You'll either lose a vast amount of weight or gain a vast amount of weight. You'll never ever have a tan again. Number 11, you won't become famous. You'll develop a habit, whether it be coffee, cigarettes, alcohol, gambling, cannabis, cocaine, or even Red Bull. Right, Will? Number 13, your feet will get destroyed. Number ba- number 14, your back will get destroyed. Number 15, your hands will get destroyed. Number 16, you'll live in a constant state of sleep deprivation indefinitely. Number 17, you'll have to ask your friends to plan everything around your schedule, which is in complete opposition with their availability because you never know your days off in advance and you probably won't be able to change it. You'll become a very highly strong nature. You'll become more prone to temper flare-ups. Your awareness of other people's lack of efficiency and common sense will increase and your tolerance of it will decrease. You'll spend the largest part of your life cooped up in a small undecorated room with poor ventilation, high temperatures, a lot of noise, humidity, no natural light, and no windows with a small group of people who will become your only social interaction. You will work longer hours than you ever imagined possible or thought legal. You will spend all of your waking hours on your feet, never getting a chance to sit down even for five minutes. Your shortest work days will be longer than most people's longest and your longer work days, which make up about half of your working week, will be longer than the average person is awake in a day. You will not cook gourmet dinners at home. You'll be too tired and too fed up of cooking. You'll probably start eating mostly fast food and cheap instant noodles. You'll be the subject of abuse, whether physical or emotional. Officially, it will be as a test of character. In reality, it'll be as a form of entertainment. You'll end up spending too much time at work that your colleagues will know you better than your partner, family, and friends do. 
You'll meet and form strong bonds with the types of people whom you'd previously never even imagined sharing conversations with. You will be in a constant state of stress. You will never be irreplaceable and will be expected to constantly give 110%. You'll always be exhausted. You will not be allowed to call in sick for a hangover. You will be expected to place your work before any other part of your life in your list of priorities. You will never be congratulated on your work. You will be expected to treat your superiors as absolute masters and never answer back, try to explain yourself, start a conversation, or show any other type of insubordination, even if you know that they are in the wrong or feel as if their behavior towards you is unacceptable. It will become very difficult to watch friends cook. Your mom will stop cooking for you because she feels embarrassed. You'll be expected to cook for every family gathering, such as Christmas, every single year. Luckily, as luckily, at least one year out of the two, you'll be working on Christmas. <laughs> at least one year out of the two, and maybe every year, you will work Christmas, New Year's Eve, Easter, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, bank holidays, Halloween, your birthday, and pretty much every other day of celebration on the calendar. You will have to work many years in menial positions before attaining any level of authority in the workplace. The better the restaurant is, the longer the work hours become, the more pressure you end up under, the more unhealthy your lifestyle will become, and the more likely you will to be, develop a habit. The more competitive the people around you will become, the less sleep you'll get, and the less you'll eat, etc. You will constantly make mistakes, and every time you do make a mistake, someone will notice it and make you understand that you are clearly a subhuman because only a subhuman could make such a mistake. If you're a woman, you will constantly be the subject of misogynist remarks and jokes, sexual harassment, belittlement, and remarks about your menstrual cycle. None of your friends or family will understand what it is to be involved in your work, and you will never be able to make them understand. You will spend vast amounts of money on equipment, books, eating in good restaurants, etc., which will leave you with not much money for other things. You will develop a creepy obsession with knives. If you're a pastry chef, you will develop a creepy obsession with spoons. You will get a rash in your hours crack from the mixture of heat, sweat, and friction that will not heal well, sometimes get infected, and mostly always will be slimy and itchy and will be there most of the time. And number 50 of things someone should have told me before I became a chef. If you're the right type of person, you will thank your lucky stars every single day for the rest of your life, making you take the best decision you ever did and become a chef. And you'll fall in love with your job and never look back. And with that, my holiday wish is that in the coming year, you find the freedom to be completely and unabashedly you enjoying everything you do in a way that you've never experienced before, but kind of expected was always possible. Freedom, freedom, freedom.
Richie Havens, y'all. Richie Havens.
Fading off in the distance is Richie uh, traipsing all over the stage in Paris. Uh, Richie Haven's freedom. So, basically, all I wanted to say in this episode was, uh, did I see you? Did I appreciate you? Did I so dig the work that you're doing? And how blessed I feel uh, to have been part of your world. Um, I am grateful as a motherfucker for the people who have been there for me and who continue to be there for me and for those that show up now. And I can't tell you how humble I am uh, that I have been able to share in the kind of love that comes from slugging it out on the line. Yeah. Many thanks for what you do and why you do it. No one can do what you do. Consider finally that it's just some stuff on a plate. None of it really matters. It doesn't define you as a person or make you any more special or less than anyone else. It's just a dance that we're engaged in, so we might as well laugh and enjoy every bit of it, even the crappy parts, while we're doing it. Or didn't you know that the purpose of your life should be to enjoy it? In case you didn't realize it, we just got our asses kicked in there, man. Yeah, love you like sin, miss you like poison, bruh. Stand tall and frosty, brothers and sisters. Stand fast, stand fast. It'll be over soon. Until next time here at www.cheflightradio.com, be good and do good. Leave the hall light on, honey. I'll be home late. And one last salute to the troops. For fuck's sake, who's the music director? Yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight.
check this out, man. Okay, talk to me about the future of Public Enemy. Future of Public Enemy got a... What the fuck, man? Really? Was that the goddamn edited version? The censored one? I mean, what the... That's it for this episode of Chef Life Radio. If you enjoyed the episode and you want to hear more, then you want to grab the link to the exclusive bonus content we recorded at chefliferadio.com forward slash EP214 bonus. And the link is in the show notes. Here at Chef Life Radio, we believe that working in a kitchen should be demanding. It just shouldn't have to be demeaning. It should be hard. It just doesn't have to be harsh. We believe that it's possible to have more solidarity and less suck-it-up sunshine, more compassion, less cutthroat island. We believe in more partnership and less put-up-or-shut-up, more family, and less fuck you. Stand tall and frosty, brothers and sisters, but consider for a moment, for all the blood, sweat, and effort you put into what you do at the end of the day, it's just some stuff on a plate. None of it really matters, doesn't define you as a person or make you any more special or less than anyone else just the dance that we're engaged in so we might as well laugh and enjoy every bit of it or didn't you know that the purpose of your life should be to enjoy it like it happy i fucking love it i am humble goddamn glory box i don't live on now <laughs> reach out to the show at facebook.com forward slash chef life radio twitter at chef life radio instagram at chef life radio visit the website at chefliferadio.com Subscribe to the podcast at any of the major podcasts directories. Please take a moment and give us a thumbs up and write a review. It really does help spread the news. Thanks for listening. Until the next episode, be well and do good. This episode was produced by me, Adam Lamb. It was recorded in the Basement Bunker Studio in Bardo, North Carolina. Co-produced by Thomas Stephenson of podlike.com. Chef Life Radio is a production of Realignment Media. Realignment Media.